This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Gear up, Dolphin Finn, because it is about to be a wild offseason. Jake and Josh are piloting this ship as we prepare for a new era of Miami Dolphins football. If you don't already, follow them on Twitter at jmendel94 and at house. Help our community grow by hitting the subscribe button and leaving a review. We thank you all for the support. Now let's talk some football. For like the fourth time this year, I'm going to say Happy New Year, Dolphins fans. Welcome into Finsider Radio. This is the Jake and Josh Show, your home for some ridiculous Miami Dolphins content. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get into Xavier Howard's new contract, shipping Devontae Parker to Boston, I got to welcome in Joshua Houts. Josh, I'm going to say it for the fifth time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jake. It's the first day of school for Mike McDaniel's Miami Dolphins. I don't know if you've seen the videos. Um, but we can break the news. Tua Tagovailoa was not again the first player at the facilities. He he and Jalen Waddle were actually beat out by Blake Ferguson. So uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, it's nice to have the Dolphins as one of those first teams to you know report. And now we're at least gonna have a little bit of content on the timeline. But um, happy New Year, Dolphin fans! Yeah. So basically, what it boils down to is teams with new coaches. Um, all these practices are voluntary. You know. Players don't have to be there, uh, but teams with new coaches can uh, start their workouts two weeks earlier. So I think there are four teams in total uh, who are doing that, including the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so check your blood pressure on that one. And man, <laughs> Xavier Howard must have had to check his blood pressure after seeing this contract. Uh, the Dolphins restructured Howard, uh, making him the highest paid cornerback in NFL history. They have the highest paid receiver in NFL history. Uh, this deal for Howard is worth five years, $90 million, $50 million in new money. Josh, I mean, we were. this was our conversation before all last season. We got to lock up Xavier Howard. We really didn't care about the price. I know that's kind of a bad way to look at it, especially, you know, it ain't our money. Uh, but, man, this is such a relief to see this and, and everyone being happy. Yeah, it ain't our money. And it was nice that this all happened, you know, before it became that distraction that it was a year ago. I mean, we talked about it and we were discussing JC Jackson, you know, some of these rumors all year long. We kind of said at some point the Dolphins are going to have to go back and, you know, make Xavier Howard happy. Now he's happy. According to Spotrack, it's a five year deal worth 90 million. They added two new years to the contract worth 50.7 million. He will make 36.3 million guaranteed at signing. 
And he also notes here that it's a practical deal over the next two years for $36.5 million. Uh, the cap hits look like it's $8.2 million this year, then it jumps up to 24, 23, 20, and 21. So again, that low number this year, Jake, I mean, it makes you wonder if the Dolphins don't have another trick up their sleeve, but it's just nice that the Dolphins, again, got another playmaker, guy that they drafted. They're paying their own. It ain't our money. And now they got... Let's be honest. In our opinion, I'm going to say it till we're blue in our face. He's the best corner in football, right? He plays no, for the he Dolphins. He's the best 100%. corner in football, hands down. So uh, phenomenal offseason so far for the Miami Dolphins. I don't know what more you could ask for. I mean, it's been an absolute home run, so we can hang that banner. But in years past, that meant nothing. Yeah, this offseason, God, talk about a broken record. Uh, this offseason, man, it, it does feel a little different. Uh, the way they're handing out money, they're proven superstars who are not like over the hump or anything. So that I think is um, the exciting part to me. And uh, man, I don't know what's happening to Twitter other than at, you know, jmendel 94 and at house dolphin fans are getting so aggressive, so sensitive, and it's spewing oh, over into agents because David Kanner, he, he put out this tweet, this huge thing, like, thank you to the dolphins. Thank you to, you know, the guys who are working on my side with Xavier and Howard to make this all happen. Uh, Cause Cantor, I, I think Howard started working with Cantor uh, last season before they did the negotiation. And obviously someone who's been around the league so long, South Florida ties. Um, he wants players to get paid. I mean, there's no agenda or anything like that. So in the post, he said, thank you. We're excited to work with dolphins. D O L. P-H-A-N-S. And I was just like, hey, I've, I've never seen something like that before. Uh, what do we think about that? Because, you know, there's the Dolphins, there's the Dolphins. They're all spelled different ways. And Cantor actually responded to my tweet saying he's been a season ticket holder since 1978. Uh, he uses it as a goof because he's also a Phillies fan. And he ends it with no offense meant or intended. And dude, oh my God, <laughs> he must have thought that... Here comes Twinon coming to get him too for saying Dolphins. But I'm just trying to have a little conversation like this. I could not help but laugh. I uh, appreciate him reaching out and, and having that little conversation, but ending it with no offense meant or intended, man, that, that just gave me a hearty chuckle. Yeah, and I guess it's just, you know, what Dolphins Twitter has become. I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, we'd argue amongst ourselves. It was, you know, pretty civil. Now it's just an all-out yeah. war. But it was just hilarious that, you know, his agent immediately reached out to you and corrected himself. You know, yes. everybody take a step back because I think it just speaks volumes as to, you know, how excited they are that this deal got done. I think, you know, Cantor even said, you know, they never imagined it to come to this, you know, for them to give Xavier exactly what he wanted. Um, Jake, I do have to throw out some stats here. He had 50 tackles, five interceptions, one sack, and 16 pass breakups last season. He had two forced fumbles as well as a touchdown. Over six seasons, Howard's combined for 241 tackles, 71 pass breaks, and 27 interceptions. Jake, we talked about it all season long. You know, whether it was a New England game. I mean, he wasn't even targeted at the, that early New England game, and he came in and made that clutch force fumble. I mean, he's all over the field. Yep. Again, I guess the question I have, you know, we all remember two years ago when Xavier Howard made that awesome one-handed interception one-on-one versus Tyree Kill. I mean, think about it, man. Every week in practice, those two uh, could be going up against each other. So exciting times for the Miami Dolphins. Iron sharpens iron, but uh, it's just nice that the Dolphins got x you know their best player a franchise player locked up for the next five years and this hopefully does not become an issue anytime soon right hopefully they don't go out there and give someone else more money or you know think they might be able to replace xavier howard no Benogany or whatever the idea was there hopefully they realize this guy is a game-changing franchise piece and good to be a dolphin i can't wait for camp because i mean as a digital media guy, I mean, that's going to be the, their socials dream. I mean, the the videos they're going to have of, of Tyreek and Howard going one-on-one, -on -one, I mean, 
everyone's going to be eating it like candy. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. It's like the uh, drone shot we're going to get of Mike Gesicki catching a ball in the back of the end zone, and then the Dolphins logo is going to pop up. And it's going to be the middle of July, and we're going to be talking about how the Dolphins are going to go 5-1 and one in the AFC East. Uh, Chris Greer was at the annual NFL meetings. He said a, a couple words about Xavier Howard, saying that he has done a lot of good things here for this organization. I've known him for years. I was here when we drafted him. He was my second draft pick here. I'm looking forward to him being here and helping us win. Man, it, it kind of goes back to what you said. They gave Xavier and Howard exactly what he wanted. Um, I do have to wonder because they fit, they put a Band-Aid on it last year. I mean, what changed so quickly that they were able to give Howard everything he wanted after it being you know, kind of a tug of war for years? Well, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to just kind of spitball. I probably would have forgot by the time it was my turn to talk. But, I mean, Brian <laughs> Flores is no longer here, right? I mean, is he not the guy that, you know, we always discussed has this ego, maybe can think that he can, you know, fit anyone into his system and have that success. So maybe it was Brian Flores, you know, that ultimately said, I don't want to sign this man long term. We have other ideas in mind. But um, that's just me completely going Charlie and spitballing here, Jake. I did want to ask you, with Tyreek Hill, you know, Teron Armstead this offseason, some of these other players – is X still Miami's best player? I know we've been talking about him right now. Like he is by far that number one player. But if you had to rank him with some of these newcomers in here, where would you, I guess, put Xavier Howard? Not, not that it truly matters. Well, I put them all under Tua, right? I mean, Tua is the best player of all time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good question, though, because, I mean, we always, it's just easy to kind of, uh, conceptualize things like this in that idea of Madden, like you have them listed from like 99 overall down. And dude, I think Tyree Kill and Xavier Howard, I mean, I bias a hundred percent, but I mean, if you're looking at Madden, th those guys are both 99s Armstead, probably like a 93 somewhere in there, I'd say. Uh, and even, even Connor Williams is probably flirting around an 89, something like that. But, but I think it's Hill and, and Howard above the rest. And that's the way it should be if you're paying those guys well, record-setting contracts at both positions. Absolutely. And then I guess order of importance, if we were going to sit here and try to, you know, list that, I mean, that defense would not be the same without Xavier Howard, but um, you know, we've seen this receiving core without Tyree kill. I mean, Teron Armstead, what his value could mean to that offensive line could be substantial. Mm -hmm. So it's just nice that we're sitting here talking about three playmakers, uh, you know, maybe kind of arguing over who could be that, um, you know, the top player on this Dolphins roster, Jake, a move that the Dolphins made that I think a lot of fans first saw coming was they were eventually going to trade Devontae Parker this offseason. We saw the moves with Cedric Wilson being added, Tyreek Hill. We all thought Devontae Parker was going to eventually be on the move. I mean, we've been talking about it for years, but did you ever think he was going to get traded to the division rival, the New England Patriots? The official compensation came out. The Dolphins moved Devontae Parker and a 2022 fifth round pick for a 2023rd third round pick and we do have to you have to pat yourself on the back because you were kind of hypothesizing that it could be a third round draft compensation for Devonte parker but dude i mean i'm fine with the compensation fine with what this roster is going to look like what this receiving core will look like without Devonte parker but come on man the new england patriots really what that tells me more than anything else is that nobody was offering anything close um this is a team that traded a second round pick for muhammad sanu um so damn you got him like that <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh nice. yeah. We're going to, we're going to go there. Nice. I love um, that. It, it's, it's frustrating because you do think, you know, as we do for every single player that goes to New England, he's going to go there and be fantastic. Uh, but I'm kind of okay with it. Uh, with Parker, the key is availability. You look at the games he's played. It was 10 last year. Um, only 16 once in the last seven years. It looks like Jesus. Uh, but that one year he did play 16. He was what a top three receiver in terms of receiving yards uh, with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. So Parker was a lot of fun to have in Miami. I remember where I was when he was drafted in, in 2015. I was at Dave and Buster's with Matt Kanata. Uh, 
drinking towers of beer and, and we were a little surprised, but we were excited. The dolphins needed a receiver at the time. Uh, but again, man, I just go back to the idea of nobody must've been offering anything close to a third round pick next year for Devonte Parker and maybe hoping that the dolphins would even go as far to cut him. Uh, but the Patriots, a team desperate for a receiver was willing to make that move. Yeah, man. And I, again, maybe that's all it was. Maybe, you know, another team was offering a fifth round pick, you know, straight up for Devontae Parker. Probably Who knows? It is. But I mean, I, I guess to me, I just think that New England, I mean, again, they managed to look like a pretty decent team last year with what they had, adding Devontae Parker to that receiving core, giving Mac Jones another weapon. I mean, I, I joked, I'd rather send a turd and bologna sandwich. I, w- I wouldn't even trade a turd and bologna sandwich to the Patriots. <laughs> I would have traded Devontae Parker to 28 other teams. But Jake, I think we all remember where we were when Devontae Parker was drafted. I don't know how you were. I remember I was dropping Todd Gurley and like Melvin Gordon. Uh, photoshops back then at the time because I guess I really wanted a running back but uh, we all remember Devontae Parker Kevin White wasn't that another one I know that was a big receiver at the time that a lot of fans had interest in but um, again I don't know if we can call him a bust but I don't know that he ever truly lived up to the potential of a 14th the 14th overall pick during his seven-year NFL career Devontae Parker has caught 338 passes for 4,727 yards and 24 touchdowns um, again, I think, you know, when he's healthy, he can be one of the better, he can be a legit target for Mac Jones, you know, a guy that can go up there and high point the football better than, you know, most in the NFL. But that whole thing is whether he's going to be available. Javante Parker was right now slated to be what fourth on the Miami Dolphins depth chart. I mean, behind yeah. Cedric Wilson, behind Jalen Wild, Tyree Kill. So he really wasn't going to fit here. Do you feel that who do you think steps up in his absence? Do you think this can mean a bigger role for Preston Williams? Maybe Trent Sherfield, the guy who um, I was saying some negative things about. Maybe Mike Isicki. What are your thoughts and who could step up and be that big body on the outside, that big target for Tua Tungvaloa to throw those YOLO passes up? Because there's so many highlights, man, of him versus the Bills, versus some of these other teams where he just saw that one-on-one coverage, took his chance, and Devontae Parker was able to make a play. You know, I'm going to have to go ahead and say it's River Crawcraft. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm the best body of water on the Dolphins, no doubt. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Um, that's a really good question. And I kind of look at that 49ers offense and I kind of even look at that chiefs offense. There really wasn't, you know, George Kittle, uh, Travis Kelsey. Those, those are tight ends. The dolphins have that big body tight end and Mike Kosicki. They really didn't have a big body wide receiver. I think the thing about having Parker on the field, it limits what the offense can do. I don't even think in a bad way, but you just said it. Parker's on the field. He's going to be catching Yolo balls. Uh, you can't really line him up and create these, you know, fun mismatches because he's going to go up and catch these YOLO balls. Um, I think it was just kind of a fit. Uh, you mentioned Preston Williams, man, and I'm going to keep saying it, even Trent Sherfield. I think they're going to maybe fill that void, but I still think what their potential is, the possibility is more uh, even, man, they might have three guys who can play in the slot all on the field at the same time. I mean, the idea of, uh, I guess, needing those big body guys, you think of that Jets team a few years ago, that was what? Uh, Eric Decker, uh, and I forgot who was on the other side when uh, Fitzpatrick was under center. But long story short is, is McDaniel, I think he runs a different type of offense. He likes receivers who can kind of do things and create separation. And it just wasn't the case that uh, Devontae Parker would be one of those guys. And man, one of the things, and obviously Dolphin fans are falling for it instantly, is um, people instantly saying that, uh, hey, now Parker has a real quarterback and, and they're eating that up and they're getting got and they're giving these people the traction on their tweets that they need and that they want and they're getting uh, angry about it. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting cut. What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. 
Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Yeah, I mean, it's just Dolphin fans being Dolphin fans. And I have written down here, um, is Kendrick born on drugs? Because I don't know if you saw his tweet, but he reached out. Um, I think Mac Jones said, let's go. Welcome to New England, Devontae Parker. Then uh, Kendrick Bourne said, yeah, we finna dominate Devontae Parker's Super Bowl run, Mac Jones, with the eye emoji. So um, I don't know um, who they think they have at quarterback there in New England. I don't know uh, who they think's playing cornerback there in New England. But um, adding Devontae Parker, I don't know if that's going to be your Super Bowl run. I think the thing that bothers me most, and I know we can get into the Mac Jones too a thing, but I think what bothers me most is, you know, for all the hate Devontae Parker got here, now that he's gone, I mean, these fans are just acting like now he's he was, a guy. Yeah, yeah, he's just a trash. And, you know, maybe, it, I mean, clearly his body's broken, right? Clearly he was eventually going to depart from Miami. I mean, this was going to happen, but um, to sit here and act like he's just, um, you know, I don't know, Isaiah Ford or Malcolm right. Perry. I mean, and those are some of the guys everyone thought they're going to be the next West Welker. No one thinks Devontae Parker is going to be the next West Welker. They're completely two different receivers, but um, I keep joking, you know, now Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady and Devontae Parker's is Randy Moss. So um, again, I think he's going to go up there. Hopefully I wish him the worst of luck when he plays the Dolphins, but I think it's another legit weapon. I think what is one of the best things about all of this, though, Jake, is that it now gives the Dolphins five top 100 draft picks next year in the 2023 draft. And again, just like the Mac Jones and Tua debates, now everyone is immediately suggesting all those draft capital. You know, the Dolphins are making all these moves because next year they can go out there and get their quarterback. Well, yes, they can, but I don't think the Dolphins are already looking at Tua as, you know, wasted town. They are going to give him a legit shot, and it would be a lot nicer to use those five top 100 draft picks next year to build around your quarterback to bring in some more of those pieces and it will be to you know mortgage a future to go up there and get one but um the dolphins are in pretty damn good case after saying them picks man now they're just acquiring them for next year yeah and it, it's a very fluid situation and and the key here man is so many players the nfl is so hard so many players are not put in the quote-unquote right situation and call it fair or not but the job is to prove a point that no matter what, how bad the situation is, I can still impress. I can still shine. So, I mean, the Dolphins could be getting all those picks for, uh, you know, a quarterback next year. Uh, but if Tua comes out and balls out, they're not going to do that anymore. It's, it's that simple of, you know, the, the product on the field is going to dictate if the team needs a quarterback or not. Uh, I do like the idea, man, of having five picks to not spend on a quarterback. That means they're probably going to trade down, keep pushing back. Uh, but overall, man, I'm kind of excited. I'll have one night what late this month where uh, I, I don't have to care about the draft at all. I remember where I was when the team drafted Tua. Uh but it's going to be nice to kind of relax and sit back and just kind of watch Tyree kill highlights for a little bit. Yeah, 100%. And if you want to see Tyree kill highlights, yeah, I have them on my YouTube or on my Twitter. Like Jake said, at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. You can follow Jake. Please follow Jake at J-M-E. 
NDEL94. Uh, before we wrap it up, though, Jake, I think what I, I am most excited about is that I, I mean, I started capturing all these, you know, first round prospects, started capturing all these videos because I was going to do breakdowns. Dude, I would have looked like such an idiot if I sat there and, you know, a Nicobe Dean breakdown or even second round prospects. So I'm glad, like you said, we're going to be able to sit here and look at Tyree Kill highlights, daydream with him with Tua Tungavaloa, Jalen Waddle on the other side in this offense with Mike McDaniel, what they can do because, um, again, man, we all feel very good about the defense. We feel like that defense is in place. Yes, they need a linebacker, but damn, dude, if this offense can catch up, that Dolphins offense, that Dolphins team is going to be scary. Jake, any thoughts on Chris Long or Bill Simmons uh, going after Dolphin fans? I think it goes back to your point earlier where these guys realize anything that negative they say about Tua is going to get, you know, all the heat from them. They're the heels in wrestling. You know, they're eating it up, and Dolphin fans are getting pissed off and spending all day, you know, going back and forth with Chris Long like he really cares. Yeah, retweets, comments, favorites, likes. I mean, all that stuff is so helpful to them. And, and Tua's turned into such a polarizing figure that, I mean, people are just, they're not going to stop doing this unless, you know, you ignore them. You know, that, that's the way to do it. You just ignore these people. Um, the cool thing that I think is funny is that when people say that uh, uh, Devontae Parker has a new quarterback or a better quarterback is they quote, tweet, quote tweet that with the video of Xavier Howard's pick six of Mac Jones in week 17. So that is always a, a fun thing to see out there as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't think Mac Jones is this God that everyone suggests he is. And I don't no. think too, is this, you know, bust that everyone suggests, but until he goes out there and proves it, I mean, right. I mean, that's what they need only to do. Sith deal and absolutes. Only Sith only deal Sith. and absolutes. Yep. And now he's got all the weapons in the world, man. So inject it into our veins. He's got the death star. Um, so, Josh, this week is going to be interesting. Obviously, I don't think we're going to learn too much, but we're going to get some quotes. We're going to get some comments, um, and that's stuff to talk about. We're going to get some interesting uh, tips from whether it's Teddy Bridgewater saying I'm not the backup, even though he's the backup. Uh, so so let's play in, Josh. We'll be back here later this week. Uh, we don't necessarily know the day yet. It depends on when the content's coming out. So the best way to know when a show is going to drop, especially in the offseason, is to hit that subscribe button. Uh, that way you'll get a nice little notification on your phone, whether it's four in the morning when our show goes live or you know three in the afternoon before your drive home. And leaving a review, leaving a comment, that stuff, it helps the show get noticed. It helps people find the show. So if you have time and you can leave us a review, that would help us out a lot too. Uh, and we greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate it. And like we've said earlier, follow us on Twitter. Leave us that five-star review. Guys, there really is no us without you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of SB Nation's The Jake and Josh Show, part of Finsider. I'm Josh Houts. That's Jake Mendel. We'll be back later this week with more on your Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Cause we're the Miami Dolphins.